Hello, Bachelor fans. That's Lindsay. Hey, everyone. And I'm Amanda, and you are listening to Batch Batch Baby. We are just a couple of best friends who care far too much about The Bachelor and occasionally enjoy a full bottle of wine to ourselves. So tonight I'm drinking a wine that was gifted to me. Ooh. I know. It's called Srikova Prestige. That sounds fancy. Yeah. Here's the thing I f- the, with the word prestige. I feel like... Whenever it's used, it's supposed to be, like, a fancy word, but it's overused, and so now it just sounds tacky. Yeah, I can see that. Who, hopefully whoever uh, gave it to you doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I know. Well, it's a very good okay, wine. Okay. It's, like, a 2015, which is, you know, older than I normally buy for yeah, myself. So. Seriously. I am just uh, back to the good old Moscato, so <clears throat> Yellowtail saves the day once again. What a classic. So, it, it really is. Um, but anyway, uh, before we get into things, I would just like to formally apologize for the last episode with my dog's incessant barking in the background. <laughs> um, they are contained today. They are in their kennels. And fingers crossed that if they start like yapping in the basement, we don't hear them. But I am truly sorry because that was very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone understands what dogs are like. Yes. <laughs> they hear one noise and they just like go absolutely nuts. Yes. And you're like, shut up. And they just egg each other on and <clears throat> it was I was I was a little embarrassed, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um well this week's episode was a lot. Yeah. But not a lot at the same time. It was just a lot. A lot of the same, and a lot of the stuff that we knew was going to happen, and we were just finally seeing it. Yeah, it was, I think that's why, truthfully, I got bored. I did too. Because it just, like, we all knew what this episode was going to be. Yeah. And even for people that, like, don't even pay attention to spoilers, I feel like we all sort of had gotten that vibe of, like, okay, she's going to run away with Dale, they're going to get engaged, and then something will happen, you know? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't have been anything else. But anyway, let's just go through it. So it opens up with the guys, um, I believe it was still, or it was the day after that uh, cocktail hour when no one got a rose. Um, so the guys are clearly pissed, and very rightfully so. Through all of the, you know, conversations they're having, I got the opinion, and someone even said it, that they are upset with Claire and not Dale for her behavior the previous night, which... I mean, me and you, Lindsay, we went off about it in the last episode, how she just didn't give out a rose. So I think it's very fair that they're mad at her. I think it is well-deserved at this point. Oh, yeah. Claire is acting very childish. It's very clear at this point that Claire has sort of overridden her place as the bachelorette and is beginning to act, I would say, recklessly. If I'm being honest. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's a reason that every, like, Chris and everyone in it are saying that they've never seen anything like this before. It's because no one's acted like this before. Exactly. And during this entire episode, I have, like, seven different notes of basically 
Chris hates Claire. So much. So much. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that because I I also have notes of just like where I just busted out laughing because it was so obvious how over it he is. But we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll actually end up getting into it in this next part because I think truthfully this is where I really noticed that Chris genuinely hates Claire's mm-hmm. bachelorette is when she starts rambling about Dale, which... Yes. I mean, it's nothing new, but she says this line. She says, there's a fine line between respecting the process and going for what you want, which, I mean, I mean, bull. Like, are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? You, you, you're not even respecting the process. No, not even a little bit. She just is truly only doing what she wants, which is fine because Mm -hmm. she's an adult and she wants to, like... She just got there early, but you gotta respect it a little bit. Um, but so during that time, basically, when she's talking with Chris, he's just coming to kind of sit down and give her a very stern talking to. Mm-hmm. And he he says something so weird. He goes, "Can I rearrange the furniture?" Yeah, that was clearly it was not set up for him to come visit her at that point. That was so weird to me. Yeah, it was strange. It was strange to me that they included it, but... Anyway, whatever. So, he basically says, like, Claire, these guys are not idiots. They see what's happening. We we have to figure something out. And they did. Oh, they did. Can I say, Chris is acting like he is talking to his estranged daughter... Yeah, when he was, like, asking if they had talked previously, and he was like, don't fuck with me, I, like, had to, like, re-listen to it. Like, I could not believe that he actually said that, I could not believe they included it, and so that made me think that that was actually, like, a very real conversation. Yeah, I think these, I think he is, like, coming to her room out of the blue, and I don't think she's expecting this. I agree. I 100% believe. Yeah. I will say, though, whenever Claire was talking to Chris about Dale and her feelings and all of that, I thought it was all very genuine. Like, I believed every word she said. Mm -hmm. I didn't doubt any of it. So, I'll give her that. But, yeah, you could just... This was the beginning of Chris's just, like, I'm over this bitch. Like, let's let's have the real Bachelorette come along. (laughs) Seriously. So we get to this point where Claire is saying, admitting, like, I was looking at all the guys' social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, she claims she never reached out to anybody. Do we believe that? No, no. Especially, too, because um, when a couple episodes ago when Blake said he reached out to her, like, when they had to go back into quarantine or something, I think, because mm-hmm. um, he knew she was struggling. Like, there's no way she just ignored him when he, like, DM'd her. So, oh, especially yeah. since they had a conversation about it. So, I I don't know. I still don't know if I think that her and Dale, like, had any sort of relationship, whether it was friendly, you know, surface level, anything like that. But I don't believe that she didn't have contact with anyone. I agree. I I believe she didn't talk to Dale. Yeah. But here's the thing. 
it's it's incredibly clear that she is the type of girl that in high school would look at a guy and have a crush on him for four years. Yes. So, like, she very clearly just romanticized Dale from his pictures and then decided that was him, that she yeah. was going to marry him. And, I mean, we've all done that. Yeah. But we've never also been in the opportunity to then actually get a chance to marry that guy, so... Yeah, we'd be stupid if we didn't admit we stalked <laughs> people on Instagram, but, like, we don't take it to this level. No, no, not at all. Like, that's where people get off saying that Claire is crazy. Like... Yeah. I mean, Claire, I mean, I don't want to use the word crazy because I feel like that has such negative connotations, but, like... Yeah. I mean, you're kind of acting like it. Let's just be real here. Uh, so then from Claire and Chris, we kind of just cut into the guys back at the, I don't know if it's the house, I don't know what they're calling it, but it's one of those moments when they have them all kind of just like sitting and stewing in the main room and they're talking about how they're going to handle the evening. Um, some of them are talking about like addressing Claire and just talking about their frustrations and then it kind of, it didn't actually have the sound, but in my head I just heard a Bum, bum, bum. Because then Papa Chris <laughs> walks in and he just just completely, like, cancels the shit out of them. And tells them that, like, there's not going to be a cocktail hour. There's not going to be a rose ceremony. Sorry, guys. Oh, hey, Dale, come talk to me for a minute. And, like, honestly, I my heart was hurting for these guys because they were... Some of them were anxious. Some of them were angry. Mm-hmm. But, like, all of them were on, like, a different range of emotions. And then Chris drops this bomb. Yeah. And then he says, hey, Dale, can you come outside? And then for them, they don't know anything for another day. I'm just kind of in shock that none of them had an inkling of what was going on after Chris called Dale. Like, it just, like, they're all suspicious of Claire, like, favoring Dale, why are they, I don't know, like, I know for sure poor Blake is in denial, but I can't imagine that all of them were. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, I bet you they were just kind of putting on a show, to be honest. Yeah. I bet you they just probably kind of cut out all the things of them saying, like, did they run away together? And, of course, Blake calls it out, and (laughs) the poor guy, he's like... Uh, don't you know it, it, this isn't what's happening he's not she's not choosing dale it's too early and the rest of the episode he's just in turmoil yeah he's not okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then we could declare we have a lot of montages of her but she's like if he's not in the same place as me i'll be crushed and i i just sat there and i'm like so you're quitting this not knowing if he's gonna pick you yeah and like there's no way she doesn't know it's mutual at this point yeah there's no way it was funny i you said all the montages logan watched like probably 70 percent of the episode with me and he's like there's just like a lot of fluff in this isn't there there's only like you know because we have hulu so there's no commercials for us and he's like if there were commercials like there'd only be like 10 minutes of actual content between commercials and i was like yeah you're you're right <laughs> This is trash TV, and we love it. Yeah, at its finest. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. But I don't know. Apparently, at this point, we levitate from day to night. 
Yes, as one does. Which is so weird. And Claire is wearing just this, like, terribly put-together red dress. It, sh- it doesn't... It is, it is not I, the good. dress. The dress was bad, but she wore the hell out of it, honestly. she mm-hmm. I think she always looks so good. And then... So we're at we're at dinner, I guess, with Claire and Dale. Um, after they had had like a sit down, and she had told him that she basically like dumped everyone, and it was just him left, and he just did not seem like overjoyed by that. I guess like I don't, it wasn't the reaction that I would have wanted. It was just very like even keeled. Yeah, that's kind of a theme yeah. throughout this whole episode is, like, Dale does not seem thrilled that any of this is no, happening. No, he really doesn't. And it explains a lot of why Claire says, she says multiple times, like, I know what it's like to have to force someone to love me or, you know, something along those lines. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, Claire, <laughs> these, if this is the way that guys are acting toward you, like, yeah, of course it feels that way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just moving too quickly in all your relationships. <laughs> you don't say. And they are suffocating. Which we then find out why that happens. So they're at dinner and Claire is basically blah, 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 blah. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. I'm falling in love with you. Blah, 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 blah. You're the man of my dreams. Blah, 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 blah. You're perfect. And Dale just has like mm-hmm. just... His eyes are glossed over. He doesn't know what to say. And he just transitions into, like, so so tell me about your family. <laughs> and that was so Oh, funny. my gosh. It was it, – it could have been in a sitcom, honestly, or, like, a rom-com. It was gold. It was TV magic. But then we find out that Claire's parents got engaged after three weeks and then married after three months. So – You know what she's doing – She's chasing her fairy tale of her parents. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants. Yep. Which is sad. It is sad, especially given the, like, circumstances with her parents. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be even more sad when it does not work out for her. I know. And, but then Dale has, a, like, an eerily similar story. Yeah, that was weird. That felt incredibly odd to me. Yeah. And it so almost felt fabricated. It go ahead and explain that just in case anyone like, you know, walked away or was out of the room or something. His dad and his mom had only met one time. And his dad hitchhiked to the camp that his mom was working in. And it was in Omaha. Hey, shout out. Hey. Me and Grant both like <laughs> perked up a little bit. We were like, that's where we are. <laughs> but yeah, they I guess they had just like met at camp and that's how it happened. And they had met once and then they decided that was it. I think that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah, and it was weird because Claire's dad and mom had met or like known each other for only a short amount of time also and then he hitchhiked to go to her house to propose. So And they honestly they really did bond over that. It was sweet. Yeah. Which was cute. Yeah. Like, as annoying as they are, they definitely have their moments where they're really cute. And I don't... As much as I like to say, like, oh, Dale's a robot. He has no emotion. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't doubt that their feelings for each other in the moment are genuine. And I think, too, because Dale's mom 
has passed and Claire's dad has passed. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're able to sort of relate on those ends as well. Yeah, because they talked about that for a while too, it seemed. And I don't know. I I just, I love to be cynical, Mm -hmm. but I, I think that they might have a shot. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly, I think I just need to see more of them after this whole debacle and, like, see how they interact, which I am sure that we are going to see. And then we'll get to the way this night ends. So, basically, we just (laughs) jump right into a fantasy suite, which is just at Claire's house. Um, So, it's, I mean, it's much like any other fantasy suite. They go back in. um, They're making out on the bed with a cameraman less than a foot away from them. There's too much makeout time on the TV. Dale grabs a little booty, and then it cuts to the next morning with her dress on the floor, and then did, cuddled up in bed. Okay, did you see him graze past her booty because mm-hmm. he realized he was on TV? Yeah, that like smooth. Yeah, Dale. that was amazing. Very smooth. Yeah, and then they're just like pretty much having pillow talk and. I don't want you to leave, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, Dale's nipple is just, like, front and center on the screen, and it, I was very uncomfortable. He just seems like he's in a very euphoric state. Yeah. And, gosh, their pillow talk, I seriously think their pillow talk is weird. Mm-hmm. They're They're talking about, like, what happens after this. And Dale says, I haven't really thought about it. And Claire responds, <laughs> I mean, think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. Oh he has the gosh. personality of wet cardboard. Oh, I know. I Okay, so I was looking at my notes, and I do want to kind of circle back for just half a second when the guy – okay, so Claire and Dale are eating dinner, and they – kind of, like, cut to the house with the guys. And I think it was Blake who they showed just, like, rambling on. He clearly had had several drinks at that point. And he just started, uh, like, saying something along the lines of, like, blah, 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 the day you start to fuck with my feelings. And I just... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Okay. And they they were, like, outside by the pool... They were using some kind of lens that made it look like it was a low-quality camera when, like, obviously it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was, like, a spy cam. Um, and I just laughed because I have no doubt in my mind that at some point in his life, he went through a fuckboy phase, and he's, like, just getting what he gave out however many years ago. Like, he probably ghosted so many girls had fucked with their feelings and now that's happening to him and he doesn't know what to do about it i just had to point that out oh a thousand percent you are a hundred percent right um back to pillow talk there was one point when um i think maybe they were like leaving or it was uh like a one of the like interviews that morning or something and one of them says we didn't plan things oh no dale said we didn't plan for things to happen this way but, like, this all happened because of Claire. Exactly. So. I don't know. It, uh, it, it, it's just weird that the way these two are acting about it. Because they yeah. truthfully kind of feel nonchalant mm-hmm. about it. 
when like yeah. this is kind of a really big deal. Yeah. And it just like it's a huge deal. Seriously, and the whole time it just felt like they were like this is our love story, so I guess bachelor's just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. There was no and I'm sure there was, but it seemed like there was no deliberation. It seemed yes. like it was just like, oh, this is how I feel. This is how it's going to be now. Yes. And basically they say goodbye to each other and Claire is beaming. Claire yeah. is, she's so happy. And which is, I, I thought was really, really sweet. And then, you know, she gets dressed, whatever. Chris comes in and this is where you can tell he has lost his marbles with Claire. He has nothing left to give. I, this was amazing. Claire's, or Chris's face the entire time. (laughs) I was losing my absolute mind. Like, he, like, I wish we were on camera right now so I could imitate him. But, like, it was like when your friend says something stupid but they're serious and you, like, are just like, do I say something or do I just nod and agree? Like, it was Amazing. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> it, it was perfect. So they start talking and Chris says, next step, proposal. Do you want that? Oh my god. And Claire goes, of course I want that. That's the dumbest question you've ever asked. Claire, he wanted to sock her in the face and slap that pretty smile right off. I was... I was beaming. I was just, I was so excited to see yeah. them have, like, a WWE fight on it screen. It needed to happen. I bet it did. I I hope they yelled at each other at some point, like, in real life. I know. Someone's going to write some fan yes. fiction about it. Yes. For sure. There's, so, there's someone out there. And if it's anyone listening, Please. share it with us. Because I think Amanda and I will yeah. read it. We we until can the end of read time. it on the podcast. We can have a special episode where we're just we'll narrate the fan fiction <laughs> for an audiobook. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay. Anyway, so that was a path. Anyway, uh, we cut to now. It's still like the morning of, and we're at the house with the guys. And Chasen and Blake are, I, I feel like, who were they talking with? Was it Bennett? Yeah, I think maybe they were talking to um, the guy who's an attorney. But, anywho, they are just as naive as it gets. Um, they don't believe that they had a sleepover, even though Dale didn't come home. They don't believe that Claire is going to pick him right now. They have so much more faith in her than they should, which is great for them. But, like, all the signs are there, boys. It's, it's a lot. And so we get to this point where they're all smushed on, like, these three small couches. I, they're, like, arm to arm. <laughs> Lindsay... I am, we are on the same exact page. I have a note that I said that I love when they have all the guys gathered in that room just to like stew and get angry together. They are my favorite scenes on this season so far. And it's working. It is. So Claire comes in and she breaks the news to the guys. Mm -hmm. And it goes terribly. Yeah. They 
Blake Moynes is starting to call her out, saying that she's going to regret this in 24 hours, because yes, she will be. Um, and the guys ask for an apology, and she has the audacity, Amanda, to get defensive about it. Yeah. I understand, like, if she thought, and who knows what got cut out, like, who knows what the original sentence was, but I think Kenny had some good points that, like, and I even said this to Logan, I explained to him that, you know, during quarantine the first time around, they had the chance to adjust the cast to fit Claire's age range a bit more appropriately, and so, like we talked about in the beginning episode when we were, like, giving background and stuff, a lot of these guys, like, have real jobs and real lives that they just put on pause to come meet this girl. Mm-hmm. And she essentially, you know, had they not figured out what to do, she essentially wasted their time. And she, I don't think she sees that at all. I mean, fair to her, it kind of was the Claire show because she is the Bachelorette. But I think she thought it was the Claire show, it's all about her. She's not going to apologize because she got what she wanted. Sorry that, you know, I get, I mean, I guess she did say sorry, but, like, sorry if you feel this way. That was the thing. She didn't say, I'm sorry I wasted your time. I'm sorry I led you on. She said, I'm sorry if your time feels wasted or if you feel like I led you on. Which is, you know what? That's BS. Because, honestly, she does need to apologize. She needs to apologize to these guys for saying, hey, listen, I put your life on hold. And for a much longer time than you were expecting... And I chose someone earlier than you were expecting. So I'm sorry for wasting your time. Claire, yeah, there's and, your apology. Like, And she, like, claims to be so, you know, self-aware and, you know, in touch with her emotions and all that. Like, I don't know. I just, I thought it was very inconsiderate. It was, I thought it was selfish. And that, yeah. I think that's what she is. She's selfish. But. Yeah. Basically, the guy's. They make it seem like they're going to stand up to her, but then they all just start validating her. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I was like, these guys are still trying to get it, even after they have just been dumped. I know. Because they were all just like, no, we're happy for you. You got what you wanted. Blah, 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 blah. Like, shut up. I know. And Claire starts sobbing, which like, girl, you don't even know these people. What are, what yeah. are, you, what are you so sad about? Yeah. And Blake Moynes... <sighs> He's so sweet. He said, he was like, I bought a book about dementia because I knew her mom had it. And, like, I think that is, like, the perfect example of showing that, like, you can't even apologize, Claire, to men who put in a lot of time and effort to getting to know you before they even got a chance to meet you in person. I feel like Blake is that boy who just got friend-zoned all the time in high school, like, He probably had a good handful of, like, female friends, and you know he had a crush on all of them at one point, and he probably did so many nice things for them, and he probably never got a chance. I know. He's so sweet. Oh, he's so, so sweet. (laughs) Anyway, moving along. (laughs) Next. It just gets better. (sighs) Chris. This is when I started to get bored. Yeah, this was all just, ugh. But, so, I forget what happened first. Oh, no, no, So, first, Chris um, has a FaceTime date with Neil Lane, just out of the blue, as if it wasn't planned. It was so embarrassing for The Bachelorette. 
Mm-hmm. It was so embarrassing. Because Neil was very clearly on the other side of the resort. Right. Like, and Chris is like, hey, I need my ring now. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly all it was. <laughs> he was like, oh, you need it today? What yeah. do you mean? Oh, I guess I'll just hop right over. Yeah, and it was, so kind of just jumping into, like, Claire and Dale, because that's what this whole thing is about. Dale, we get a montage of Dale, mm-hmm. and he says, I think we're on the same page of exploring where this goes, which is not the same page. This not is, at all. That's not at all what's happening no, here. No, Claire Dale. is ready. Ooh. Claire is ready to get down on one knee. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> uh, and right after that, they have their powwow. Mm-hmm. So it's a generic conversation, but yes. Chris is saying, like, Hey, Claire's waiting for you to propose. <laughs> and Dale's just like, just... that's wild. Yeah, I know. He's like, that's crazy. I think he has separated himself out of this. Oh, Like, he's... I think he's just a walking corpse at this This point. whole thing is an out-of-body experience for him. He is watching it from above, like, ten feet above. And probably right about um, now, in real time, he's waking up like, what is happening? (laughs) It's crazy. And then we get this weird part where it seems like Claire is getting cold feet. Yeah, I, I... I zoned out. I don't know what happened there. I She was crying more. There was more, like, mirror tissue crying tear shots, and I just... I'm very ready for Claire to be off of my screen. Oh, yes. This is when I literally, my next note after that, Amanda, is when are we going to get Tasha? <laughs> like, it just, it, this is when it gets to the point where it's like, okay, it's over now. Like, we know what's happening. Yeah. And uh, here comes the proposal. Claire is being just... I don't know. She's wearing a white dress, which is, like, very mm-hmm. subtle, Claire. That's just great for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, in her defense, I do think the girls usually wear white in, like, the finale. Oh, really? So I'll give her that, yeah. Oh. Because um, it's, like, you know, whatever. Symbolic, I guess. But I... My question was, like, how long did they have her waiting there? It seemed like a long time. Like, just... Yeah, it really did. And they, you know what, they just pull some bullshit on us. I'm so angry. They make it seem like Chris is going to tell her that Dale isn't coming. Yeah, I knew, like, deep, deep down, I knew it wasn't happening. Like, he, I knew he was going to propose. And I was like, they're just trying to trick us. But there is, like, a little portion of me where I was like, is there going to be some actually juicy shit happening? But no, disappointment. I know. And so basically Claire is waiting there for an eternity. Dale walks in and Claire gives her like, you know, speech of love. And oh my god, Dale. His response is, it's wild, right? Yeah, that's his favorite phrase. I know. And he goes on this tangent, you know, just like, you know, expressing his love. And it just... Like, he sounds like a 16-year-old talking mm-hmm. to, like, like their very first love. Yeah. I I wish, like, I'm glad it wasn't because I was over this, like, 
in one episode in pretty much. But if this had been their proposal engagement at the end of like our very run of the mill season, mm-hmm. it would have been so sweet. But I was sitting there with Logan, my husband, who I mean, we've been through all of it not in Bachelor World, and we're just looking at each other, and I'm like, oh, by the way, it's been about 10 days for them. And it's just, like, it doesn't... They're saying things like, oh, I know you would go to the end of the world for me. You would do anything for me, which, like, that's great in theory, but you've only experienced each other in a all-inclusive resort. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much more to life than thinking this person will go to the ends of the world ends of the earth for you until like that hasn't been tested it feels a little bit offensive to people that have actually yeah like been through stuff yeah and like made an effort in a relationship you know what i'm saying like you don't know that because honestly dale's a robot right now he's not showing any love to you like i don't know where she she or he are getting these like statements from which, I mean, they're just pulling it out of their ass, but whatever. That's the show. It's just annoying. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, I get, like, we've all been there at the beginning of a relationship where everything's perfect, and you just spent your first night together, and, like, nothing can ever change that or ruin it. or So, like, I get where where they're at, but it's just, and, it's like, it's a sweet place to be in, but it's not a place to get proposed in. It's... Or, <laughs> I have one glass of wine, listen to me. It's not a place to get engaged in. (laughs) I agree with you. They're in the extremely early honeymoon phase, which is the very best, but... Yeah. It's not... It's not... That's not the time for engagement. No. Never. It's ridiculous. But then, Dale pulls out a 12-pound ring. Yeah, that was fucking huge. I think that's the biggest ring I've ever seen on Bachelor. I know. But honestly, though, it's the ugliest ring I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ugly. In my entire life. Also, kind of cut back to last week when I said how much money is ABC saving. They probably spent that whole budget on the fucking ring. Oh, yes. Which, good for them. Yeah, And good for Claire. Yeah. And you know what? A part of me likes to think that Dale just chose the ugliest ring of all time. Yeah. Because he didn't know. The biggest one, but also... It's yes. so big that it's just hideous. It's so gaudy. It's it's one of those things where, like, my fantasy in this whole thing is that he doesn't know Claire well enough to know that she wants mm-hmm. a princess cut. Mm-hmm. And then he gets that, and she acts like she's really excited. And she's like, it's big, but um, it's not me. It's not Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Claire's not gaudy. No. She, she's I would not. describe her as delicate, but whatever. It's a... yeah bigger ring than I could ever hope or dream to ever have so yeah good for you yes good for Claire (laughs) and hopefully that is the last time we have to see Claire and Dale on our tv for an extended period of time um and so that was the finale of Bachelorette season 16 and we are moving right along to season 17 same episode (laughs) um so the guys are, it's like the next day or something. They're kind of getting ready to get on the plane. They're packing up. Blake is still unraveling. He is in shock that this happened. It's, at this point, it's like, dude, 
put the puzzle yeah. pieces together. It's, yeah. It's, it's over. And then, so, producers, whoever, have the boys gather together on the stew couch once again, and Chris comes in with some more bombs to drop. Um, and he, you know, breaks the news that Claire's engaged, and we have echoing silence from the crowd. They are in shock. And you know what? I want to, I just want to add, like, I feel really yeah. bad for them because someone yeah. brought up saying that, like, they went through quarantine. Yeah. Like, they all got COVID tested. They all had to, I mean, I'm sure some of them lost their jobs over this. Like, this yeah. is a big deal. I, I bet they were in quarantine longer than they were filming at this point. Oh, yes. Like, they, like, you can just tell at this point they are defeated they have nothing left to give yeah um so then chris basically says like but wait there's more and lets them know that they are going to have the option to stay if they want um he understands if you know their feelings you know if they're if they're heartbroken and don't see themselves moving on right now which i thought was good that he included it but like I think everyone ended up staying. And especially Jason, who, you know what? I it's, said this ugh. before and I stand by it. She ruined yeah. him for the rest of his yeah. life. She ruined oh, that man. I... Shame on you, Claire. That was a shitty thing to do. And especially, too, so I don't think they even had that many interactions after that first date. But you could tell how much that meant to him. And he's mm-hmm. gotten barely any screen time since then, but that boy was distraught. He didn't understand. He thought they were so close. He had poured out his heart and soul to her about all of the traumatic shit that went on in his childhood. And she said, I'm not going to get scared. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to get more out of you. I'm going to be here for you. And then just fucking dropped him. Another reason to hate Claire. Yet yeah. another. <sighs> Yet another. But, Jason... Pulled it together, kind of. He was definitely very misty-eyed when he walked into the uh, next cocktail hour. But he's there. We're we're holding out hope for him. I don't want him and Tasha to get together because she deserves someone who is ready for that. Mm -hmm. He is not. Mm -hmm. But he's going to go to paradise. He's going to get some booty. He's going to get healed emotionally, physically, spiritually. And he's going to find someone who's going to love him. And you know who else is our Bachelor in Paradise King? Our one interaction for the whole night is Bennett. He couldn't give less of a shit about Claire. (laughs) No, not at all. It is on brand. This was the greatest (laughs) moment I think of my entire life. (laughs) That was the best. He was like, yeah. He was like, she's a cool girl, I guess, but like... I don't give a fuck. Bring on the next one. It was was amazing. And honestly, I got disappointed at this point because I feel like they really gypped Tasha of this awesome, like, entrance for The Bachelorette. They just kind of, like, Mm -hmm. had her come up in the limo. Chris is like, are you excited? Also, her dress was a big no. Yeah, it... Of course she looked beautiful because it's mm-hmm. Tasha and she could never not look beautiful. But the style choice was questionable. I, I don't even know. It was all the straps on the back. And that, I've never been a fan of that green shade on anyone. It gave me very, like, you know that Britney Spears music video where she has the python? Yes. 
it was that vibe to me, and I just, it wasn't, wasn't correct for me, I think, but, eh. But, you know what, with her body, she can kind of wear whatever she wants. Yeah. And you know what, exactly. if I put on that dress, I, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, same. Um, and Chris, basically, that's really all we get of Tasha is walking out. But Chris does say something. He shades Claire. This is his time oh, to shine. Big time. He's basically saying, like, I know you all got cheated out of this. Mm-hmm. And I know this sucks. And, like, yeah. love you. Love you for that. Because you're right. Yeah. You're right, Chris. Christopher. I think, too, I think Chris probably really enjoys Bachelorette seasons more than Bachelor seasons. Because he just gets to, like, bro out the whole time. Like, I know he's not really in the house a lot, but obviously he gets to know the guys, and he probably just, like, enjoys being around the boys a lot more. I bet. And that's the end. Yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. So... You know, as always, let us know if we're missing anything, if anything is happening on, you know, the show that we didn't talk about that you wish we had, if anything is happening in Bachelor Nation that we need to know about, if there's any, like, new trash TV that we need to watch, let us know so we can bring it up, tell everyone, so we can ingest the trash TV ourselves. Um... You can get a hold of us whenever through our Instagram and our Twitter. And then my Instagram handle is at awalsh94. And Lindsay's is at lindsay underscore A-N-N-H. Awesome. So make sure that you subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us on. Um, we would really, really appreciate it. Helps us out a ton. So... Um, that would be really great. But let us know what you think. Um, let us know what you want to hear from us, like Amanda said. And we'll see you next time. Bye.